Hello and welcome to Young Folk Knits. I'm Casey. And I'm Becky. And this is a Very Yarny Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Young Folk Knits Podcast. How are you doing today, Becky? I'm doing well, really well, Casey. How are you? I'm good. When we're recording this, it's actually Monday. So here in the United States, it has been a holiday weekend. So my whole family has been here all day. (laughs) It's been a little bit of a, it's felt like a wild day, but I'm finally sitting down. I've got some tea and I'm ready to chat about knitting. (laughs) How has your day been? It was good. I just did some gardening, did laundry, hung out with my kid. That's pretty much it. (laughs) Well, that sounds like a good day to me. So how's your knitting progress going? What have you been working on this week? Okay, Casey, I can see that you're sitting down, but I don't know about everybody else. So if you are standing on the edge of something, you're, or if you're on the edge of your seat, you're on a si- edge of a sidewalk, a precipice of some sort, hang on. In the words, <laughs> of, <laughs> in the words of the great Samuel L. Jackson, In the masterpiece, Jurassic Park, hang on to your butts. (laughs) (laughs) I have completed not only the blue sand top, but the rift. The rift is done. (laughs) This is exciting. This, This is very exciting news. It could be the longest possible whip of something that should take very little time. (laughs) So I would like to have an award of some sort for that. But then here you are and you've got two whips done at once. That's true. That's true. And I think that's probably why it felt like forever because not only was it forever, (laughs) but I did multiple things at the same time. And usually I do not do that. So that's why it, it felt like an eternity. Yeah, you're normally a very monogamous knitter. I am. I generally am. Maybe I'll have one simple thing and something else that takes a little more um, uh, brain power or concentration, but never several things at, you know, many things at once. So yeah, so that's done and I'm really happy. You used the remix from Barocco or was it the remix light? I used the remix light for, for both of them and one in like a dark navy kind of denimy color. And then one, uh, I believe on woolen company website where I got it, they called it ocean, but I know that on the, um, the ball band, it said a number. It did not say a color, but if you're looking for it, I believe ocean is the color and so it's like got- a teal. Yeah. And it's a really nice content, fiber content for the summertime. It is. I'm going to get a lot of wear out of it. And I really, I love the way it fits. And I love the construction of the sweater. Um, it's a Jacqueline Seaslack pattern. And it's got so many um, and this adjustments. Is the yeah, the Rift T. Sorry. <laughs> the Rift T. And um, it's got a lot of different things you can do to the pattern. You can make it V-neck, round neck, uh, short sleeve, long sleeve. It's got bust darts if you need that. Um, It's just a really well thought out pattern and and it's well worth whatever she charges for the pattern. I'll say that because she does an excellent job in it. I remember I did a pattern that she had written. I think it was called the Ursa or Ursa Minor. 
but I did bus starts. She also included the option for bus starts in that. And I, I thought that was awesome for the fit, but it used German short rows. And I don't know what it is about German short rows, but using them in bus starts bothers me so much because you I get holes. Well, I don't get holes, but I feel like it's visible. I still feel like it's very visible. And a lot of times I'll be using yarn that has a high stitch definition and it just really bothers me. I think if I was going to do bust arts, especially with, with German short rows, I would have to be using some kind of fluffy yarn that really hides the, the short row shaping. Right. I think in this pattern, she calls for a yarn that's kind of, I guess the best way to say is nubbly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, this one, this one I use is kind of got like a nubbly or tweedy type texture. So that does hide a lot. Uh, and I didn't really know. I'd notice a little bit where I could tell where the short rows were, where the German short, short rows were. Say that 10 times. Um, but they're in the shoulder and it, it kind of, it actually looks like a design. I mean, even though you can see them. It looks really good where she placed them in this. So I was I was pleased with it, but I did not do the bus starts because I was just at the just at the point of maybe needing it, but not quite according to her measurements. So I just I took the easy route and didn't do them. And I'm glad I did it. It looks really good. It fits me really nice. I'm excited to see it. I saw the picture you posted of your blue sands top and you had paired it with a button up linen like skirt. And I, I just thought that was really cute. I think the rift will go good with that skirt, too. Oh, yeah, it's going to go good with so many things. I'm really excited to have it, to have it ready for the summer. Usually I'm like a season off. <laughs> I have to wait for the next season. I have to wait until it rolls around again <laughs> before I can wear it. But um, these two, I've got them ready. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for you. What about you? What have you been knitting? I have been focusing a lot this week on my test knit for Haley from Ozetta, which is my air tea test. And I'm using Wool Dreamers Sauna, I believe is how you say it. Sauna. <laughs> That's how Selma <laughs> told me to say it. So may, I'm hope, hopefully I'm doing it justice. But it's a 50% wool, 50% cotton yarn. It's a new um, line that they are carrying. And I really like it. It's it's, I think it's going to be really nice for all season wear. And it's short sleeves, but as you know, I feel like in Arkansas, a short sleeve top that has a wool fiber in it is an all season, you know, winter time, it's still going to be great. You just put a jacket over it. Sometimes in the winter, you don't even need a coat. You just put a long sleeve button up shirt on. And so I think wearing it under any of that stuff will still be nice. So I'm excited for this test. I think it's going to be a well-worn and loved pattern whenever it's finished up. And then I've got one more pattern that I'm working on that, um, unfortunately, I can't share a lot about it until July. But it is also taking up a lot of my making time right now. I've got it cast on and going, though. So that's pretty much all I've been doing this week that's, ex that's exciting it's like a it's like a little surprise it's a mystery i can't wait to see it because usually i i see everything that you do and so i'm excited about this the secret test hopefully it turns out as as good as i think it is going to i'm excited for it i think it's going to be i think it's going to be pretty cool 
So we have a few questions this week. How about we start out with, what do you like to do while you knit? What's your go-to activity while you knit? Um, usually I'll either put on an audiobook or I will put on a if I'm if I'm alone where people won't complain, <laughs> I will put on a, a YouTube podcast, a knitting podcast and watch watch that. Otherwise, I'll put my earbuds in and I'll um, listen to an audiobook. Um, and sometimes I knit while my son is reading to me with his schoolwork. Um, but generally, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna paint the scenario that what I like to do, what I really like to do, is probably just sit on the couch, have something to drink, put my feet up, and have a really good audiobook going. That sounds good. I like that too. I like to listen to audiobooks and I definitely like to um, either watch a knitting podcast or maybe sometimes watch a TV show that I've been enjoying. I found lately I don't watch movies ever. <laughs> I feel like I don't have time to commit to an hour and a half, but I do, I do, I do like the same things, except for when I'm counting. When I'm counting, I do nothing. <laughs> Don't, don't talk to me. I don't want to hear anything. Don't even look at me. <laughs> right. Sometimes I will like deliberately go upstairs to my bedroom and shut the door when it's some, when it's something that needs my full attention. Because even if I say, okay, guys, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm at a tricky spot. If everyone could just, you know, don't ask me a question. <laughs> there will always be a question. <laughs> it never fails. They don't need you until you're counting. Right. And then <laughs> but I do really announce like, it usually. I'll say, I'm counting. <laughs> Set the expectation here. No. <laughs> yeah, I really like to listen to audiobooks a lot. I have I have found that to be one of my favorite things lately because in the evenings after the kids go to bed, my husband and I usually drink tea and we like to chat for a while, but then he will work on a few things on his computer and sit next to me on the couch and I like to just pop some some earbuds in and listen to an audiobook. So I'm with you on that one. I'm listening to some old Agatha Christie right now because I finished all of the audiobooks I had in my wish list and I feel paralyzed at the moment <laughs> at picking a new audiobook because right now I'm using Audible and you only get one credit a month. <laughs> And I, I feel like it must be used judiciously. <laughs> so sometimes I get paralysis on picking a new book. You're really good at um, finding lots of good books and recommending them to me, though. So I still have a few in my queue from you. I need to go back and look through. All right. Right now, I am listening to Into Thin Air by John Krakauer. That's that Mount Everest disaster. <laughs> oh, is it good? Or Oh, it's super good, which I have, I have read, um, into the wild by him and I really enjoyed that. And I knew about into thin air, um, but I never read it before, but, um, I decided that I would give it a go this week. So that's what I'm listening to. And I'm really enjoying it. I like his style of writing. I'll have to add that to my list then. All right. So our next question is what is your favorite cast on? Oh, you know what? I have a different favorite cast on for different things, but I would say my 
all-time favorite is the German Twisted cast on. I use that for anything and everything. If it says long tail cast on, I'll still probably do a German Twisted cast on. I just love it, especially for socks. It's nice and stretchy. Yeah, I generally do that German Twisted or long tail, depending on what mood I'm in. But usually those are my standard cast ons for sure. I do like a tubular cast on sometimes, but it has to be something that's going to be super visible and something that I think would actually really benefit from the tubular cast on because I'm not going to do that for just anything. For one thing, I think most people don't even see it. If you're wearing a sweater, I don't think most people are going to notice a fingering weight tubular cast on on the hem of your sweater, honestly. Right. <laughs> so I, I, while I do like it, sometimes it is my favorite cast on for certain things like a hat. I think sometimes the rim of a hat looks really nice with a tubular cast on and it's really visible right there on your face. Right. But, I think it does look very good. Um, I will say that not to like toot my own horn or whatever, but I will say that my, my long tail and my German twisted cast on are both very neat and um, I don't find them to look they're not sloppy so I don't I to me I don't really get that much benefit doing a tubular but I do think they're very pretty and when people do them I I I notice it you know on just because I'm a knitter I wouldn't notice it regardless um but I think it looks great when people do it but if it's an option I'll just I'll just do my old standbys yeah I, I really like um a German twisted cast on I did that for my ranunculus um, collar. <laughs> I did that for my ranunculus collar and I think it looks really nice. And I actually prefer the way it looks over the tubular cast on because it gives it sort of like a little pop of texture. So I, yeah, I would have to say that's definitely my favorite. All right. What does your dream me made outfit look like? Um, like a crazy art teacher. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Uh, okay. Dream me made outfit. It would have to be a, a skirt, like an A-line button down skirt, maybe in like a wool or a corduroy, like a fine corduroy. We're dressing for the fall. And then some. Always, always knitters dress for the fall. <laughs> right. So I would have that. And then I would have. Um, some like maybe almost knee high hand knit socks that I could wear with clogs. And then I would have a really thick, like grandpa style cardigan. <laughs> and then some kind of sewn like flannel button down top that I'd tuck into my skirt. And I look like I'm ready for to go for a walk in the woods or something or a coffee shop or whatever. Okay. What about hat or shawl? Y yes or no? Oh, well, I'd have to have a shawl in case I got cold and it'd be like a mosaic color work shawl. Press flower then, shawl. <laughs> that yes. Right. And then, um, then Chesley toque. <laughs> Cause that's my favorite hat right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And what colors would be, what would be some of the colors in your outfit? It would be, navy like a rust and like a dark teal that's what it would be oh that'd be cute I like it 
nice fantasy outfit. Thank you. Or I could go to a library or a bookshop. That's where I'd be going. Any one of those things. Perfect. <laughs> but what about you? Um, you know what? I think my, f- as far as my favorite, me made knitted outfit. First, I want it to look cute, but also I want it to feel really nice. So I think my favorite fabric is linen when it comes to sewn stuff. So I'd probably have to go with like a washed or tumbled linen that was really flowy and soft. And I would probably, I would probably say something like the hinterland dress, that kind of garment. And then definitely steal your clogs. I love, love some good clogs or some, what are my boots that I wear all winter? Blundstone. Blundstone boots. Thank you. You're welcome. Maybe some Blundstone boots with some cabled cozy socks. And I think I would like a cabled sweater over my, over my Hairland dress with a classic ribbed hat from Pearl Soho. And a funky shawl wrap around like a scarf. Yeah. Then we can pose for Knitter's magazine. <laughs> right. We could we pretend to be reading books at the library. Exactly. While, while someone takes our picture. While drinking hot coffee. And the <laughs> unfortunate husband that had happened to have to be with us that day <laughs> took our picture. <laughs> um, I think it's really fun to plan an entire outfit and to sew, you know, pick out your sewing pattern, pick out your knit pattern, yarn, fabric. I'm having fun thinking about that for Rhinebeck, the whole, you know, from top to bottom. So I think that is, I think that's really fun. But you know what? I also think that if I were knitting or making a me made outfit for this summer, if there was a nice breeze, I would love to make some linen pants and a super open weave short sleeve shirt that is really flowy and got some kind of silk content in it i think that would be really fun to wear together maybe with a linen long sleeve shirt rolled up unbuttoned over the top of it that would be another that would be another dream outfit and i would bring a fan so that your hair would blow in the wind while i took your picture (laughs) that's what besties do they're always always there with the fan Okay, do we have one more question? Yes. Our last question for today is, what is your favorite fiber to knit with versus fiber to wear? Well, I would have to say my favorite fiber to knit with is a non-super wash, woolly, bouncy yarn that is not treated in any way. Lots of plies, so it's super springy. (laughs) That's just absolutely the best thing to knit with it's a it's a wonderful experience that every knitter should get to experience at least once I love it but honestly that's not always my favorite thing to wear it's kind of scratchy sometimes a lot of times it's hot sometimes your fabric turns out really stiff and I think my favorite my favorite fiber to wear a lot of times ends up being a silk or a cotton what about you I agree. My favorite thing to knit with is wool for sure. And a non-super wash wool. I I love knitting with it. It feels so good. And I love the stitch definition. I just love everything about knitting with wool. Um, I do love wearing merino wool. 
And I, you know what, I'm going to say something really controversial. (laughs) I really don't love wearing mohair or surrey. I think it's so beautiful and I like knitting with it and I like the feel in my hands and I love the things that other people make. And then when I make it, I think, oh, this is such a beautiful thing. And then when I put it on, I don't love it because I feel like I've got like constant little bits in my mouth and little floaty things around. I feel like I'm, <laughs> have you ever seen Stranger Things when she's in the upside down, all these little white things are floating in the air. I feel like that's <laughs> that's what I'm doing is I'm just like walking around and all these little white floaty things are around me. And it makes me sad kind of because I really, I really think it's beautiful. <laughs> but then when I put it on, I just, I'm not happy. <laughs> and it's just clings to whatever clothes you're wearing. And if, when you take it off, then you've yeah. got it all those fibers left on your clothes. Right. And, and, you know, I'm not going to not ever knit with it because, you know, I think it's beautiful, (laughs) but I don't really love to wear that, but I do love to wear, like you had mentioned, something that has a silk content in it. I think it's feels so good. I love the drape that, that silk has. Um, I love the feel of it. I do like, um, I do like a little bit of cotton, a little bit of linen in something I like blends, especially like, you know, wool, cotton, linen, silk blends, all those blends together, I think are just, you know, perfect. And I like to, I like to wear them and I like to knit with them, but just a straight up knit with, you know, don't have to worry about whether or not you're going to like <laughs> how it feels is just wool. Yeah. You know, and as much as I love the fabric that cotton creates, I hate knitting with it. It hurts my hands so much. It's, you know, it's not the most pleasant experience for sure. But I do think that all of those plant-based fibers, they do have such lovely drape most of the time. And they're so breathable and they usually feel great next to skin. So I do... I do love that aspect, but yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? That there's such a disconnect between what we like to knit with versus maybe what our favorite in product is. <laughs> yeah. But I do love to wear wool. I, I would, I wear wool often in the winter time and in, in the fall, but I guess that's the one thing that I don't particularly love is a Surrey or a mohair to wear. Yeah. And you know what? Surrey, I, I can't use mohair. I'm allergic, but Surrey, I find to be very hot too. I mean, there is, it feels like there is just zero breathability with it on top of the other <laughs> issues that you mentioned, but it does feel very special. It is very soft and, and you have that sort of halo that <laughs> almost looks like the yarn glows. But. Right. I mean, no question about it. It is gorgeous for sure. But there's just the fluffy stuff in my face. Well, that is all of our questions for today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Don't forget that if you have a question or topic you would like for Becky and I to chat about, you can visit youngfolknits.com and find the section to submit your question or topic. And we would love to chat about it on our next episode. So until we get to visit again, happy knitting, y'all. Happy knitting.